This is why we have the best fans in the world. Welcome to Talk Direction, your weekly One Direction and Harry Styles podcast. I'm Lucia. And I'm Caitlin. And this is our 189th episode of Talk Direction. And today is a very exciting episode because we finally have a new song discussion. Woo! It's been 12 years. (laughs) It feels like it has. So the last, we're doing uh, Kill My Mind, Louis' new song. And the last new song discussion we had was also a Louis song. It was two of us back in the spring. Wow. Um, it's been a long summer. It really it, has. It really has. <laughs> <laughs> we are now in a full, what's the opposite of a drought? I don't know. We're in that. Yes. A we're, quench. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> um, we're getting new content uh, like by the minute. So it's very exciting. Um, and yeah, we're gonna we're gonna do like a little bit of news at the beginning because there's a lot of stuff happening and then we're gonna get into um, the new song. So um, starting off with news, uh, this was about a week ago, I think, maybe a week and a half ago, um, that Niall held a listening session for his upcoming album in London. Um, he did this on September 5th, and um, he played four new songs from the album. So some very lucky people have already heard four songs off of Niall's album, which I'm very and jealous about. who was about. it? Because it looked like all industry people. It wasn't fans, was it? No, I don't think any of them were fans. I think it was, yeah, industry people. Um, and, yeah, we don't know. I think we know that he played uh, well he played nice to me yeah which is his single as coming out next and he played put a little love on me and about that one he said it wouldn't be my album if it didn't have a sad 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 ballad on it this could potentially be my favorite song i've ever written um so i'm wow. super psyched to hear new nile music was that the one we heard the clip from um yes Okay, and we really loved it. So. We really did, yeah. It sounds really beautiful. And the fact mm-hmm. that Niall thinks it could potentially be his favorite song he's ever written. Yeah, that's crazy. It's the new Flicker. Yes. <laughs> I wonder if that means like something like Put a Little Love on Me is going to be the album title. It seems a little Ooh. long, but people do that. I also would like the album title of Nice to Meet Yeah. Yeah, oh, that would be so good. Yeah, I like either of those. Oh. That'd be really good. Um, I really can't wait. I I know we're getting nice to meet you first. I feel more excited for put a little love on me, but I think that's only because I've heard more about it and I've heard a clip of it. Yeah. Um, like you don't know the nice to meet you is maybe potentially slow hands two point So I know. Well, I think it is. I hope we get them soon. I know. What was that thing we were told we were going to get it like? Some date in September and now. Yeah. Well, I thought it. I thought I had heard something about the thirteenth, fourteenth. 
Yeah, that's what I thought too. And today is the 14th. And yesterday was the 13th. So what's up Mm -hmm. with that? Maybe we just made that up. (laughs) Maybe. (laughs) Or we were the ones spreading the rumor. Yeah. I thought I heard from myself that this song was coming out today. What is that about? Um, Niall also turned 26 yesterday on September 13th. So happy belated birthday, Niall. Um, it's so shocking to me that they just stay so young somehow. Um, (laughs) I mean, I know they age at the normal rate, but 26. Yeah. So Niall, um, sent this out on his social medias on his birthday this little handwritten notebook page and it says hello lovely people tomorrow is my 26th birthday and i'm so thankful to those of you that want to celebrate with me and send birthday wishes and love this year i'm asking you to join me in supporting two causes that mean a lot to me for two disasters which have devastated communities and need our help hurricane dorian in the bahamas and the forest fires in the amazon forest they will forever be a problem if we don't do something to stop it we can stop this together by supporting WWF and American Red Cross. Please join me by spreading the link. Anything you can donate will make a huge difference, raising awareness and supporting those who need it the most. I'm kicking it off with a donation to both causes. So again, give what you can. Love, Niall. Um, and this got a really great response. A lot of like celebrities um, like reposted it because um, Niall just is one of those guys that knows a lot of people and people love mm-hmm. him. Um, so this was pretty cool. Yeah, I thought it was really cool. And it just, like, I thought it was funny that, like, say you and I did this versus Niall doing this. Like, the donations from his friends are going to be way bigger mm-hmm. than anything, like, any of our friends could contribute. Yeah. Like, I just think about how much money he could be raising because, yep. you know, he's got rich friends. Mm-hmm. And I... I don't know if we'll find out how much is it in total. Like, I can't see it when I open it up on my phone, like the total yeah. amount donated. But I'd love to know how much we donate in total. Yeah, me too. Um, yeah, it's a really cool thing. I know um, the fans always will coordinate um, different fundraisers for, like, the boys' birthdays. Uh, but it's really cool to see mm-hmm. Niall doing it himself because, like you said, it'll get a lot more reach and raise a lot more money. Um So Niall also is in a magazine that came out yesterday, actually. Um, And the magazine he's in is called Glass Man, (laughs) which I just, it really makes me laugh. Um, The the magazine is called, like, Glass, The Glass Magazine. But then I guess they have, like, an edition that is Glass Man, and it's for men. Mm. Um, And the, um, I haven't gotten a hold of the actual magazine or seen any screenshots of it so I don't know if there's an interview in it I'm assuming there is because he's like on the cover um but like I I haven't like did the magazine got released it wasn't just the pictures it it supposedly was out yesterday I saw I saw posts but it might be more of a like art like fashion magazine so maybe there's not an accompanying interview you'd think though if they brought someone in they'd want to do something like yeah yeah, I don't know why I haven't seen anything about it yet. Um, but maybe we'll get that interview and then we'll talk about it next week. Um, yeah. We have four pictures and they're all stunning. So the cover... Glorious. It, mm-hmm. The cover is um, like this pink marble kind of background. Um, and then Niall is wearing 
this i feel like we've seen the shirt on him before Am yeah I, we right have. okay yeah. are they like cranes these little birds yeah it looks like it to me yeah he's wearing like a button down it's like black and it has these like white cranes but there's this like soft pink light over him um it's a very pretty photo and then there's one of him holding his guitar making a funny face um one where he's like sitting down and he's got um a sultry look <laughs> on i like this last one too where he's like <laughs> looking yeah. at the camera up close they're very pretty photos yeah, and they're so crisp. Like, they're so high quality. It's very mm-hmm. pleasing to look at. They look so fresh. Yeah, they really do. Yeah, they're definitely nice photos. Um, I would love to get this magazine, but um, I I don't know where it's being sold. Um, yeah. Yeah, but maybe we'll have more on that next week if we get, mm-hmm. um, if we get the interview. Um, and then moving on... So Louis and Liam are doing their music festival in Madrid right now. And Liam played last night. Um, and I think he didn't do any new songs. So we are supposedly getting like a high quality recording of um, both of their sets. But we haven't gotten that yet. So I've seen a couple fan videos of Liam's set. Um, and it seems like he's just played the songs he's already played in the past. Um mm-hmm. There was a really cute clip of him saying that him and Louis forgot to wish Niall a happy birthday. And then he say, he had the whole crowd sing happy birthday to Niall. Did you see that? I didn't see it, but I heard it happened. Yeah, it <laughs> was really Twitter. cute. I didn't watch it. <laughs> he, like, led the whole crowd singing happy birthday to Niall. Um, so that was really sweet. And, um, yeah, I haven't listened to a ton of the that performance yet because I've only seen a couple of like really short videos but hopefully we'll get some good quality um audio of that or video of that and Louis is performing tonight so we determined before we started recording that it's um well I guess it's almost 5 p.m now in Madrid so Mm -hmm. Louis will be going on soonish I don't know when he's going on but um probably after we're recording um but we should have that performance next week as well. Hopefully high quality. And what's very exciting, I guess this isn't going to be a spoiler because um, everyone will know before we release this episode, (laughs) but (laughs) we we have photos of his set list. So he's playing um, Kill My Mind, of course. He's playing Just Hold On, which should be the reworked like band version. Um, he's playing Little Black Dress, and then he's playing two brand new original songs. It looks like one of them's called Defenseless, and one of them's called Too Young. And then he's covering Mr. Brightside by The Killers, which I'm so excited about. Um, I heard, like, a little soundcheck video, and I, like, got chills, um, just because that song is so iconic, and Louis doing it is, like, brilliant. Um, I desperately, desperately need these all in high quality. Right? Like, come on, pull through. Pull <laughs> which through. which song are you most excited for, Kaylin? Um, I gotta say, I mean, Mr. Brightside as well as the two new ones. Mm-hmm. I think, but it, it also will be cool to hear um, "Kill My Mind" live as well as uh, 
the new version of Just Hold On and like right. how they reworked that because it seems like it's going to be quite different from what he's talked about. So, yeah. Yeah. But um, I always love a cover and to mm-hmm. Mr. Brightside, what a great song. So, I heard some rumors floating around, I think yesterday, that he was going to do Steal My Girl. Did you see that? Mm-hmm. And I was like, Yeah, well, it was in the picture of the set list. Oh, it was. Yeah. I wonder and a if, lot of people were like, why did he choose that song? Do you think that he changed it because he saw people's reactions? Is that now not in the new set list? No. Where is the new set list? Well, I someone shared it today um, who was like backstage and it's Mr. Brightside, Defenseless, Little Black Dress, Too Young, Just Hold On. And then there's a couple of lines and then it says Kill My Mind because I guess that's like the song they're ending on. Oh, yeah, they must have removed it after people's reactions, because when it originally went up, people were, like, super not happy about it. Yeah, that's so funny. Yeah, wait, I see this one says, Louis posted, three days ago, Louis posted the full set list on his story, Steal My Girl, Don't Let It Break, Two of Us, Habit, Mr. Brightside, Defenseless, Little black dress, too young, just hold on, then kill my mind. Wait, Louie posted that? Apparently. I'm going to send it to you. I must have missed that. Um, I, didn't, because, I didn't see it either. Yeah, I must have totally missed that because uh, I definitely didn't see it. Um, it's very possible that there are songs above. So this picture is like a picture of the set list, but this could be the bottom of the set list. And there might be oh, songs yeah. above it. Um, but I thought he was playing five songs. And Did there's you already get my, six here. thing I sent you? Yeah, let me open it. I think maybe that picture is only half oh. of it. It's the rest oh. of the order. Oh, this is a huge set. Yeah. Holy cow. So the other two new ones would be Don't Let It Break and Habit. Oh, so we are getting five new songs. That's what the five was. I was remembering that he said he was playing five songs, but he said I'm playing five new songs. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. So, Steal My Girl, interesting choice there. Interesting choice. He should have done No Control. I I don't know why he hasn't done No Control. Either he's saving it for tour or I don't know. Um, He's lost his mind. (laughs) Okay. Well, this is very exciting. This is a lot of new songs. Um, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. Yeah, this is like 11 songs. Yeah. Wow. So then out of the new ones, Don't Let It Break, Habit, Defenseless, which sounds like a ballad, and Mm -hmm. Too Young, Mm -hmm. which one, just based on the title, do you think you'll like the most? Um. Don't Let It Break might be slow, too, because it comes around two of us. I kind of I'm interested mostly in defenseless. Really? Mm-hmm. Why would you say that? I don't know. I don't know. It sounds like it's either gonna be it's either gonna be like a slow, saddish song mm-hmm. or a heartfelt song, or it's gonna be a similar vein to like kill my mind no control. Yeah, I feel like it's gotta be upbeat given that it's sandwiched between Mr. Brightside and Little Black Dress. Oh, that's true. Yeah, maybe Too then, Young is going to be... Well, they have two... He has two of us in there. But also, yeah. I read a quote from Louis in one of the interviews he did where he said he doesn't want to make sad songs. He wants to make people right. feel happy and feel good. So right. maybe they're all going to be upbeat. 
Maybe. I mean, we know Two of Us is, like, a sad, heartfelt song, but it yeah. still has, like, a positive message. Yeah. Very true. Um, gosh, this is very exciting. And we're going to get these songs in, like, a little... Um, a manner? A manner? What word am I looking for? <laughs> a minute? A manner of hours? Is that what I mean? Uh, no. A no- uh, uh. You know what I mean? You know what phrase I'm yeah, looking for? Yeah, I know what you mean. A manner of hours. Like a number of hours. Uh, in a matter of hours. A matter! A matter. <laughs> <laughs> it was like on the tip of my tongue. <laughs> We're going to get these songs in a matter of hours. <laughs> in a manner of hours. <laughs> oh my gosh. It's kind of early for me. Um, and I'm just, I'm very excited. Yes, me too. Um, I feel like this is how our episodes are going to be for a while, like us like looking stuff up while we record because new stuff is just happening constantly. Mm-hmm. And it's impossible to keep up. That's pretty much it we have for news. I did include this little bit, so I just want everyone to go watch this in case you missed it because I feel like there's so much I going on. It. You you did? Yeah. There's so much going on, it's so easy to miss stuff. So Louis did this um, breakfast for comic relief where um he took two fans out to breakfast it was like a raffle i signed up for it i remember do you remember this going around Uh, it was like a maybe a month or two ago i don't know i don't know maybe maybe not yeah there was this like raffle you could like donate um you could donate like five dollars or something for for like a raffle entry um and you could do like as many as you wanted and Mm -hmm. it was to raise money for comic relief and then they would pick two winners um, to go have breakfast with Louie. And so there's a little video of the breakfast, and it is so cute. Um, when Louie meets the girls, he says, like, um, he says, like, let's have a cuddle to, like, yeah. when, uh, to meeting, like, to hug them. Um, yeah. And he says it at the end, too, when they <laughs> depart. Um, and then also the they brought him a gift basket, um, the winners and there was an avocado in it and he saw it and he said you're taking the piss aren't you <laughs> and they had this like little conversation about the avocado but it was oh, that's so funny it was just like such a cute video so i would definitely yeah. urge everyone to go watch it if you haven't um if you haven't already and very cool that those girls got to do that um okay so now we're going to get into the main discussion on Kill My Mind, which was released on Thursday, September 5th. Um, we meant to record this episode a few times, but it's been a How busy week. How did it week. come out, like, ten days ago? I don't know. It's very, very confusing. <laughs> Nine days ago. <laughs> wow. The song was released on a Thursday, and for me in... Oh, I almost said California, but I don't live in California anymore. Oh. Oh. For me on the West Coast, it came mm-hmm. out in the morning, um, which is always an odd thing when that happens because then it's like you just like wake mm-hmm. up and then you're like, am I going to listen to this song first thing in the morning? Um, do you remember when you first heard it, Caitlin? Um, I'm trying to remember. <laughs> I don't – I think I – it came out what time on Thursday? I think it was like – Maybe 8 a.m. my time? Hmm. Is that oh, right? Oh, so then maybe I would have been at work? I could be I remembering know. wrong. 
I'm not sure. Yeah. Um, but I definitely remember, like, putting it on the first time, but I don't remember where I was. Yeah. Um, but I was just super excited because he had said so many, like, things about it beforehand about how, like, punchy it was and, like, mm-hmm. it's upbeat and it's sort of taken ha- taking his music in a new direction and, like, the direction he wants to be performing like, yeah. and, and singing and in the style he wants. So I remember being really excited before I was listening. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I listened and just, like, kept listening on repeat pretty much. Yeah, me too. Um, you, say- you saying that just made me remember – that there was a quote with the Glass magazine release. So there is uh-huh. going to be an interview in it. Oh, okay. Um, when you said oh, when you said New Direction, it made me remember. Oh, did they use that? No, but it was a really weird, weirdly written caption. I just found it. I know I'm jumping around now, but I'm just going to read this and then we'll get back to Louis. Um, it says, Taking his first bow under the celebrity limelight as a member of One Direction, our second cover star, Niall Horan, has proven that the One Direction is not always the best route to take. Recently oh, wow. taking the That's plunge. Very convoluted. It's a very confusing sentence. Recently taking the plunge as a solo artist, Horan tells us what we can expect from his album in issue 39 of Glassman. Um, so before I was, I couldn't remember if we had got, if we were getting an interview or not, but obviously we are. Um, mm-hmm. So, yeah, when you said that, just reminded me of that of that very confusing caption. <laughs> the, the, the one direction isn't the best, isn't always the best route to take. That's when you're like, <laughs> like maybe fans could possibly dissect and understand what you're talking about. But the average person reading that is going to be like, what, what does this even mean? Yeah. Well, like, also, in the beginning, I thought they were saying like, he's taking his first bow right now. Like, right, I didn't understand it. Yeah, and then under the celebrity limelight, as a member, I was like, are they saying he's the first member of One Direction to do this? And then I was like, oh, they're saying when he was in One Direction and he took his first bow. Um, and now he's proven that the One Direction is not always the best route to take. <laughs> I still don't get it. Yeah. It's too difficult to think about. Yeah, it is. Um, okay, back to Louis. So... This song was written by Sean Douglas, Jamie Hartman, and Louis Tomlinson, and it was produced by Jamie Hartman. And um, when the song came out, <clears throat> Louis sent a couple tweets. He said, most importantly, oh, reading them backwards, he said, perfect way to finish release day. Thanks again for having me. Um, oh, Jack Sanders legend. So he was talking about one of the interviews he did. Um, he did a lot of radio interviews, like a lot, a lot. Um, he said, thank you to everyone, thank you to every one single person involved in today's release. I feel so invigorated. And do you want to read the last one? Sure. At the top. Um, most importantly to my fans, honestly, today was a moment for us. Seeing all of you support the record in your own initiative ways is incredible for me to see. Even if I don't always see you all, I feel your presence and your backing. Love to you all. So, um, yeah, it was, um, definitely a very, like, planned release, um, and there was so much, um, so much promo happening, like, so many interviews, um, so I picked out a couple of quotes from the interviews, um, again, there's probably, like, combined, like, 
two hours of him doing these interviews. So wow. we're not going to cover all of it. But I just picked out a few quotes that I thought were interesting. Um, and we're going to read them now. So the first one is, kill my mind is like the pinnacle of where I want to be sonically, you know, naturally with different tempos and different feels. There'll be a bit of differences there, but this is really a great advert for the album as far as I'm concerned. I think this is the biggest surprise on the album because I deliberately wanted this first statement of intent, really, of this is where I want to be. This is who I want to be. And there's definitely songs in the album that fit in line with this. But in terms of the most, like, kind of shocking or the statement, that's the single. Um, so I like what he said here about this song deliberately being the first statement of intent. Right. Um, I love how articulate Louis is and how thoughtful he is about um, about things like this. Yeah. And he talks so well. Like, mm-hmm. I know if I was in an interview, I would just be like, rambling everywhere like he talks yeah. so smartly <laughs> yeah um do you want to go back and forth reading these sure <clears throat> um did you read the revitalized that's the, no that's the next one um i feel revitalized doing this song to be honest i spent a long time thinking that i had to make a certain type of sound in a certain type of record yeah, so he said this a few times in the interviews, just t- kind of talking about how um, he feels like he's really found his sound um, with yeah. this song. Um, and I included this. He had an interview where they were talking about how he doesn't wear skinny jeans anymore, and he said, <laughs> I got to protect my bollocks now, <laughs> um, which people were laughing at the word bollocks, but. I also had like noticed that and that was kind of my I was kind of thinking that like he used to he used to wear like a lot of skinny jeans and like people yeah. like talk about his butt a lot and I kind of had a feeling when he started to like dress in like more like baggy like kind of dad fashion that maybe mm-hmm. he was kind of like a little bit tired of like that kind of I don't know sexual yeah. sexualization um, yeah. I kind of got the sense that he was kind of doing that on purpose to be like I don't want mm-hmm. people to like talk about my anymore <laughs> yeah i bet that's related this, to it yeah this kind of validates that because he was like yeah i gotta protect my box <laughs> um do you want to read the liam just one? posted oh. on sorry liam just posted a picture of him and louie on instagram what look at it i have to go so look cute. you guys this is how our episodes are gonna be now stuff's just gonna like <laughs> happen in the middle it feels kind of like the old days of like I know it does. When One Direction was happening. Because they're all doing stuff Things at the same time, happening. which is kind of like... They used to all do stuff at the same time in one band. Now they're just doing yeah. stuff at the same time separately. Yeah. <laughs> oh, there so they exciting. are. Yeah. So cute. Aw. Reunited. I love Liam's pants. <laughs> yeah, they are really cool. And he said, L is four is the caption. <laughs> <laughs> Liam and Louie. <laughs> Aww. Uh, okay, the next quote is, one of maybe four that we wrote together as a block, and I felt like finally after two or three years, I had found my place. And like you said, it still has pop references all over it, so it feels like it's a transition for the fans because I wouldn't want to alienate or go too far one way. Um, yeah, so he was talking about working with Jamie. Um 
Jamie Hartman and how they wrote those songs as a block. I feel like it's interesting um, him saying that it's like a bit of a transition for the fans and he doesn't want to alienate them or go too far one way. Mm-hmm. Um, again, just kind of showing his thoughtfulness of like the process um, yeah, and like how he's kind of figuring out sound and stuff is really interesting. Yeah. Um, he said, the last couple of songs I'd written were quite heavy and I wanted to write something that felt excited and that felt young and a little bit nostalgic. It's maybe about a toxic relationship or going through those younger years of your life and experimenting with fun things. <laughs> <laughs> I like that. Like he was, he says that this song can be like both the relationship side, but also like just kind of being young and mm-hmm. like, I don't know living life I guess yeah it like has the and you can really see how it could be multiple ways Mm -hmm. when you're when I guess we'll get into it when we read the lyrics but yeah I really like that too and it's nice because it gives you um like a framework of of viewing his lyrics and analyzing them of like he wrote this song as like a general concept instead of like a Mm -hmm. specific story um because sometimes we hear songs and we think like, oh, like what specific person is this song about? What specific right. relationship? But it definitely seems like the song was just written about like a kind of general concept or general feeling and like yeah. could be applied to many different things, which mm-hmm. is nice. Um, he also said, it's a really proud moment for me. I feel like I spent a long time treading water, um, which I just included because it just makes me feel like sad for the last few years that he's spent feeling that way, but then also happy that yeah. he feels like he's finally found where he wants to be. Yeah. Um, I feel like that phrasing, treading water, is just like, wow. Like, yeah. I think we've all known that it's been tough for him over the last right. few years. Um, and then he also said about Jamie Hartman, he said, he was talking about how they have a really natural relationship. He said, he sees what I see. Um, and he talked about that a lot, about how, finding the right people to work with is so important. Um, and par- I think part of the reason that he's now able to have the record done is because he's found the right people to work with. Yeah. Um, he talked about like a lot of people in America kind of having their own agenda for what Louis should be and how he should sound. Um, and I think it was kind of a battle for him. So I'm glad that he's like found people that he aligns with. And I think that's a big part of why he is able to now feel confident with the music mm-hmm. again it's all that stuff we don't really see behind the scenes mm-hmm. and like all of us going why isn't the album out like three years in a row yeah and there's like so many reasons why you know yeah definitely um do you want to read the last quote sure i'm done i'm finally finished recording the album thank f that took effing ages I probably got another two or three more singles Kill my after Kill My Mind. So the album's going probably going to be out early next year. I'll be relieved the day the album is out. I can't wait for that day. I love how, once again, it's like either late this year, early next year. <laughs> like, those are always the phrases we get. I know. So I'll be interested to see <clears throat> if it pays off this time. Yeah. But correct me if I'm wrong, but we have Louis' album complete Niles album complete Harry's album complete yes that's what I think as well they've all said it right <laughs> this is a terrifying place to be because they're it's all just so literally ready to drop 
and they're gonna all tour next year oh no i'm gonna lose so much money yep (laughs) (laughs) um yeah so this is very exciting that he actually has it done um i guess so if he says there's gonna be two or three more singles after kill my mind and he's performing i guess he'll be performing four new songs we haven't heard yet right because he's doing five all together. Yeah. Um, so I wonder what of the songs he's performing are going to be released as singles. Yeah, I don't know. Also, this kind of reminds me of Niall, the way he released his songs. He performed them oh, live yeah. before putting out the album. And then a lot of us, when we heard the album, we were disappointed with the production because we loved the live-sounding version so much better. So I'm kind of also hesitant. I mean, I think I will mm. listen because I'm not waiting five months to hear these Louis songs. No. But it's, like, very nerve-wracking because we've been in this position before. And, mm-hmm. like, we're and same with, with Harry's song, um ever since new york i love that live version he did on snl right and then the studio version was not as good for me yeah um, or just was like very different mm-hmm. um so i'm like oh gosh it's another one of these situations where we're going to hear live versions before we hear studio versions and what do we do with that yeah um and also like then it's I mean, we don't know how long Louis' album's going to be. I know initially he was saying he wanted it to be really big, but then more recently it doesn't seem like it's going to be like an 18-song album. It might be like 12, you know, around 12, 14 songs. Mm -hmm. So if we're hearing, like, we're going to have heard like half the album already. That's true. So it's just, I don't know, it's a bittersweetness, I guess, sometimes. Yeah, I think so too. Um, I'm a little bit less worried about the Louis songs because he's talked very much about how he's the songs he's written for the album he's written with specifically in mind um, them being performed live and that they'll translate well and he also is really into this live band sound as we can see on Kill My Mind Um, Mm. so I feel like the the versions we're going to hear live are going to like the albums the versions we'll hear on the album will be very similar to the ones we'll hear live. I don't think there's going to be, like, a stark difference that would make us feel disappointed. Um, yeah. Because I think he's really striving for that live band sound on yeah, the album. So. so that's the only thing that makes me, like, a little bit less worried about it. Mm-hmm. Um, but, yeah, it's always a, a double-edged sword. Yeah. And I don't want to get to the album and be like, oh, I'm only getting three new songs with the album release. Like, I've heard them all before, you know? It's like you want an album to release to be like, whoa, we get this huge, like, package. It's so exciting. Right. So Liam is putting out a new single, and it is called, uh uh-oh, it's called Stack It Up? Yes. Okay. It's called Stack It Up. And um, who is he? Who is he doing it with, Caitlin? It's featuring a boogie with the hoodie. Thank you. <laughs> yeah. So um, yeah, so we're getting a new Liam song soon as well. September fourteenth. No, it is September fourteenth. September eighteenth. Yeah. Eighteenth. Thank you. Yeah. So that's like in four days. We're gonna get a brand new Liam song. Um, yep. I'm excited. So I. 
maybe I'm in the minority, but I have loved all of Liam's songs, except for Strip That Down. I don't really like that song. Mm. Um, so Stack It Up is a title that sounds like it could be similar to Strip That Down. Um, but it sounds <clears> like the like the opposite. Like strip that down, stack it up. Like, oh yeah, <laughs> maybe. Interesting. Um, I'm gonna withhold judgment till I hear it. Um, mm-hmm. But I'm excited for that um, and for just like more music in general. Yeah. Now, is this a Liam song or is this a boogie with the hoodie song? I think it's a Liam song because the cover photo for the song is Liam. It's just Liam. Oh, it's like right. not both of them. So I think it'll be Liam with um, a feature. Interesting. Yeah. Um, so he also got some really nice critical reception um, from this song. Um, so people, a lot of people were like writing little write-ups about it and articles. Um, and one headline I pulled out from MTV was, Louis Tomlinson sounds like the Britpop star he was born to be on Kill My Mind. Um, oh, that's such a good title. It really is. I feel like that's so true. Um, and it's really nice to see positive, um, like, you know, critical reception to yeah. to a Louis song. Um, and there was a lyric video put out. Um, and also, I didn't even watch that one. You didn't? <laughs> I know. I need to. Well, the really cool thing about the lyric video is that it's, like, um, cartoon drawings um, or, like, pencil drawings that kind of make a video. I obviously don't know mm-hmm. anything about the terminology for this kind of art. <laughs> I'm sure there's a word. <laughs> um, but it's the it's the actual music video. So once you – if you've, like, looked at the lyric video and then you watch the music video, it's the same video. One's just, like, in pencil drawings. Oh my gosh, that's so cool. Yeah, it was really cool. So, because it opens with this motorcycle, like the lyric video, it's like this pencil drawing of like this motorcycle driving down the highway, and that's exactly how the actual music video opens. Mm. Um, So, I thought that was really clever. Um, And there's also been a bunch of fan created art that Louis and his team have been using. Um, So, they used one for the header of Louis' Twitter. Um, like a fan created Kill My Mind art um, of a cassette tape. And they've also been changing the video on Spotify um, to different fan created um, videos, which is very cool. That's so cool. I love that they've been using the headers on his Twitter and stuff. Yeah. Yeah, I just love that kind of involvement. Um, and it's it's smart. <laughs> it's like a smart thing to yeah, do. Yeah, definitely. And they look so cool. Like no one would think, oh, it's just like a fan, not like some professional company doing it. Right. Yeah. Um, so we're going to talk about the um, – oh, I totally forgot to talk about Patreon at the top of the episode. I'm all <laughs> over the place this morning. <laughs> That's okay. Um, so we're going to talk about – the music video for this song on TDDL today, which is Talk Direction Down Low. And if you're on our Patreon, you'll be able to listen to that. Um, if you're not, you can join our Patreon at patreon.com slash talk direction, where we have a whole bunch of bonus content and we do an extra 30 minute kind of bonus episode at the end of each episode called Talk Direction Down Low. Normally, I would mention that at the top of the episode, but <clears throat> I forgot, so you're getting it now. 
Smack that middle. Yeah. Um, All right. So we are finally going to get into the analysis of this song um, after recording for 47 minutes. Um, (laughs) (laughs) But this is what we told people, like, over the summer, you got a lot of short episodes, some missed episodes, but now get ready for... (laughs) Long ass episodes. <laughs> yep, pretty much. We can't control ourselves. We're gonna make up for it this fall. Um, so, um, what is your like initial feelings about this song? Your like immediate thoughts? Um, I think initially I was like, okay, this is different than what I've heard from him because all the other songs that, Al- that Louise put out, like, I felt like they were very similar, even though some people thought they were different. Like, I just couldn't hear it. I was like, mm-hmm. oh, they all pretty much fit. But this one definitely stood out to me as different. It, like, it did have a more live band feel for sure. Um, I think it was more, like, rocky than anything we've seen from him. Mm-hmm. Um, it re- leaned more towards, like, One Direction music for me. Yeah. Um, especially, like, uh, Midnight Memories album. Mm-hmm. Um, but kind of an updated version of that. Right. So those were kind of what I was thinking when I initially heard it. Yeah, that's interesting that you say that about Midnight Memories because I feel like it's been it's been so long now since we've had One Direction that sometimes yeah. I don't make the immediate connection, like when I'm listening to a new song. Um, mm-hmm. It's gotten to a point now where it's been long enough that, like, I don't immediately think of, like, oh, does this sound like One Direction songs? Right. Um, and that definitely happened with this song. Um, like, yeah. it wasn't until I was writing up my notes that I was like, oh, what One Direction songs does this sound like? Um, mm-hmm. But, yeah, I think it def- definitely has a lot of similarities to Midnight Memories. Um, and that makes sense because that's also the first album that Louis started to write on heavily. Mm-hmm. Um, they've talked about before how the first few albums they had very little input and it was kind of a battle with um, with them and the other writers. Um, and then Midnight Memories was when they really were able to like take a lot more control and contribute mm-hmm. to the writing process. And, and Liam and Louis definitely did um, did that heavily. Um, mm-hmm. on Midnight Memories. Um, and, yeah, Louise talked about his sound a lot and how he had trouble kind of finding it. Um, he put together this playlist of influences for Kill My Mind, which included Mr. Brightside, um, Bittersweet Symphony, Gimme Shelter by the Rolling Stones, There She Goes. Um, so a bunch of, like, kind of, like, 90s rock, indie rock type music. Um, and I feel like... The, that definitely makes sense for the song. Yeah. Um, and I wonder if, like, I wonder if it's, like, when he was writing stuff on Midnight Memories, if those were kind of his influences and where he wanted to go with sound. And then as, like, the years progressed and then he went solo, he thought he had to make more, like, um, electronic pop um, yeah. to kind of fit in with what's on, like, mainstream radio. Mm-hmm. Um, and then now he's kind of coming back to this. Because um, yeah. it does seem like the the writing that he did on Midnight Memories did have more more of these influences of, like, these this kind yeah. of 90s rock. Um, I agree. And right? if it was, like, his first time going to, like, write where he was writing mm-hmm. from his own, in, like, his own self, like, he probably would be, like, pulling from what he knew, you know? Yeah, yeah. 
um yeah i kind of want to go listen to midnight memories today like the whole album i know and like stick this song in in the middle and like see how it fits yes that would be very interesting to do um yeah my initial thoughts of this song the first thing i thought immediately was i've never heard louis sound like this yeah um that was just like my initial reaction his voice it sounds i've like he just he's never sounded like this before um and i've always loved louis voice and the way he sounds and i love the way he sounds on this song so it's not like i don't think it's like a improvement or anything but it's just like a very different style of singing plus like his like accent is so strong oh i know which i love and it stands out so much on this song in particular so you can like really hear the uniqueness of his like tone and everything yeah um do you want to read the first verse sure uh, wait, can we talk about the title first? Oh, yes. Oh, yeah, of course. The title is very important. <laughs> Kill My Mind. That's a very strong title. Yes. What do you feel about it. the title? Um, I think it just is such a cool title. Uh, I feel like it's like somewhat of a phrase like people know. Um, but it's more like you blow my mind is mm-hmm. usually what people say, but it's like kill my mind is a take off that. So you're immediately thinking of like something blowing your mind, like being so like crazy and awesome. But like kill is, he very specifically chose that word where it's kind of got this like darker twist on it, but also still in that same vein. Mm -hmm. Um, uh, Yeah. I just like it. I like the, my mind. Um, It's got good alliteration and it's not as long winded as mind of mine. (laughs) Yeah. kill my mind kmm is a great little short form i don't know and the the hard uh like sound i don't know in kill i i like that as well just visually Mm -hmm. and like um it adds adds a nice touch yeah yeah i like the kind of um i like that it's kind of a song it's like kind of a song about being silly and having fun and being crazy in your youth um but then also has this kind of edge to it with the yeah. like using the word kill it's just like a little mm-hmm. bit edgy and i really like that um yeah. yeah all right so now do you want to read the first verse sure um i can only hear louis voice uh-huh. <laughs> but i will you not can, do it justice. you can try and do the accent if you feel um, for it i'm okay i'm okay <laughs> but the way he says nightmare is really something mm-hmm. um okay you're a nightmare on the dance floor you and you hate me and i want more you're a total distraction while i'm waiting for your reaction Wow. <laughs> also, total distraction, the way he says that is so distinctly Louis. I know. I feel like my favorite um, dance floor and total distraction, mm. the way he says those, are just, like, yeah. amazing. His accent is so, so thick yeah. and noticeable. Um, and also just so specific to him, like. Yeah. Or just, like, you know, the region he's from. Um, mm-hmm. Like, it's not just, like, a British accent. It's, like, very much yeah. his, like, Doncaster accent. Yeah. I even said, like, I have a note here that, like, his voice sounds like a rocky guitar strung when he says, like, more. Ooh, like, yeah. the way he says it, it almost sounds like an, it's an instrument. You're a nightmare 
on the dance floor and you hate me and i want more you're a total distraction while i'm waiting for your reaction yeah yeah i feel like he's really learning to like use his voice as an instrument um Mm -hmm. which i know we've talked about like the other boys doing but um but yeah i think he's he really just killed it with this song Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, and it opens, so the song opens with these kind of, I think, I always think of them as tinny guitars. I don't know if that's mm-hmm. the correct musical term, mm-hmm. um, but they sound tinny to me. And then there's like these kind of like very steady electric guitar strums. Um, and then when he starts singing, that's like more like distorted electric guitar sounds come in, um, that I just love so much. I love the, the musical sounds of this song. And, like, all of the electric guitars and, like, distortion. Um, Mm -hmm. I very much enjoy. Um, Yeah. Yeah. And it all, it doesn't, it has, it is that, like, sort of fresh live sound versus Mm -hmm. something that sounds more, like, electronic-y. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Um, I feel like lyrically, too, I know Louis talked about how he, like, really wants to be super honest lyrically and have his lyrics be very intentional mm-hmm. um i really like there's kind of a double meaning of the first line which is you're a nightmare on the dance floor because um, there's the meaning of like um you're a bad dancer <laughs> like, right <laughs> you're a nightmare on the dance floor um but then there's also the meaning of like you're a nightmare as in like you're you're killing my mind like you're driving me crazy right. like you're yeah. a nightmare because I'm so obsessed with you, um, like, watching you dance. Um, yeah. And I feel like th- both of those could work together, too. Like, someone could be, like, a quote-unquote bad dancer. Um, mm-hmm. But also you could be, like, obsessed with them. Um, yeah. Or it could be that they're a good dancer, but they're just, like, wild. and like. Right. <laughs> <laughs> so I love that kind of, like, multiple meaning of that Yeah, line. I hadn't really thought of all those layers. I mm-hmm. like that. What did you immediately think of? As the meaning I of thought that. of um like they're a bad dancer. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but like it's very endeared to this to mm-hmm. Louis singing, like you're yeah. a nightmare on the dance floor. But like he still wants more, you know. Yeah. That's really cute. Um what are your other thoughts on the lyrical meanings here? Um well the you're a total distraction while I'm waiting for your reaction is interesting because it just it it almost brought me back to like this school young school crush type thing where you're like Mm -hmm. sort of you're like you glance over you do something try to look cute then like you're waiting for someone's reaction um and it's kind of like across the room Mm -hmm. like teasing or something back and forth yeah um and i think that's sort of the theme louis was going for maybe not like young school but like Uh even still like early 20s uh he i know he said like it's that that time period as well um Mm -hmm. and i and then all the like wahs and like the whiny noises feel like real like emoting sounds Mm -hmm. where you can hear that intense emotion coming through and again he's using his voice to like portray that which i liked Hold on me 
And again, I saw like themes from Back to You already in the lyrics. Yes. Back to You is sort of that unhealthy relationship where Mm -hmm. like they keep coming back together even though they're not right for each other. And it's kind of this destructive relationship. Um, Yeah. And I felt like this isn't necessarily destructive in the same way Back to You has a destructive relationship, but it's got that sort of theme there, the way like there's like something bringing two people together and they can't really control it. And, um, I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. I do find it interesting because Louise talked about Back to You, how, like, he's, like, it's not about me. It's not about anyone I know. It's just, like, about, like, a relationship. And he's kind of said the same thing about this, but I'm, like, okay, we've had two of these songs now, so, hmm. Right. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Um, Yeah. But I also feel similarly about the, like, waiting for your reaction and, like, those, like, kind of, like, school school type crushes um Mm -hmm. also the part of him saying and you hate me and i want more yeah Um, that's definitely like reminiscent of that um it also reminds me of like louis in like x factor days because he was definitely like someone who he was like the the class clown of the group and there was definitely like a lot of like videos and stuff of him like clearly like craving attention (laughs) so like the like you're a total distraction while I'm waiting for for your reaction um like just reminded me of that um yeah um and then also just makes you think of like when you have those like all-consuming like crushes and you're just kind of like waiting for like the person to like Mm. react to like whatever you're doing yeah 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 it's it's a really fun fun song um and then next we have the pre-chorus and that is the devil in my brain whispering my name i can hear it saying ah 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 i can ease the pain just a little taste babe and i won't let go oh and you won't let go of your hold on me um i like that they write um ya instead of y-o-u here (laughs) (laughs) Um, what are your feelings about this pre-chorus? Um, I felt like there was such a nice build just in general from the verse to the pre-chorus, pre-chorus to the chorus. Mm -hmm. Um, I think it builds really nicely just musically. Um, and like the music cuts out when he says, and you won't let go, like the music cuts back a bit. Yeah. Um, And then there's the pause before the chorus comes in. And I just noticed that, Mm -hmm. um, especially around this this pre-chorus. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then, is there not a line in some song that's the devil in my brain is driving me insane? I mean, probably. I feel like it sounds so familiar, but I looked it up and couldn't find anything. But I'm like... Really? I feel like that's a line, the devil in my brain is driving me insane. I or mean, like there's... there's some One Direction lyric that, like, sounds like that to me. Oh, interesting. I mean, there's definitely a bunch of lyrics about, like, the devil in my you know, head, the devil in my, ma- mm-hmm. in my brain, I think. Yeah, I, I mean, I'm like really stuck on this. Maybe it's just the driving me insane part that's in something. Yeah, maybe. Driving me insane song. Mm. That's not it. <laughs> um, <laughs> um, but I guess here I, I just, in terms of the what the lyrics mean, um i feel like this is where you can really see how this could be a like relationship or anything else like the devil in my brain 
mm-hmm. whispering my name. Like the devil could be any number of things. It could be like a romance that's not going to be healthy. Yeah. Um, but it could also be like, you know, alcohol, being reckless, like mm-hmm. just different things like that. Um, yeah. Where, uh, yeah, there's like definitely more than way, like especially just a little taste, babe. Yeah. That could be That could be like sexual, but it could also be um, like actually like tasting, you know, drugs or whatever, Mm -hmm. you know? Yeah, definitely. So this song is like about this, like very intense, like potentially toxic relationship. Um, and it's like the, they have, he has the devil, um, line here, but I enjoy that the devil isn't a woman. Mm. Um, and there's actually no pronouns in the song at all. Um, which I kind of enjoy because I feel like they could have taken it in the way of being like using she and like talking about like a woman being like a devil um, because she's Mm -hmm. driving me insane Um, and I really enjoy that they didn't do that I don't know if that was you know at all intentional this could have just been the way it came out but um, but I just like really enjoy that because I think when I was listening when I heard like the devil in my brain whispering my name I was kind of expecting it to be like she's telling you know she's you know right. <laughs> saying but it's actually i can hear it saying um yeah and so. harry framed the devil as a woman and woman in his song so he did he <laughs> yeah um i think the pre-chorus is my favorite part of the song i often really like pre-choruses um mm-hmm. i think the the song is really the structure of the song is really nice. There's mm-hmm. a lot of um, like building and then kind of dropping out and then like coming back, um, mm-hmm. and it has that kind of like I don't know if I, I I don't know if this is like specific to like indie rock or like like pop punk, but it's that kind of structure where like the first chorus like there's no drums and it's just like very steady like kind of fast Mm -hmm. electric guitars and then the pre-chorus is like kind of like quiet um and then it like stops and then like the chorus is really loud yeah um but i really like that structure yeah of songs um i feel like i also really like the way he says um well all the the as the as and the was um Mm -hmm. are like amazing and then also when he says i can use the pain the way he says that is, like, my favorite because um, he kind of says, like, ack, <laughs> like, the way he says I can. It's, like, very, like, hard and, like, gritty. I can ease the pain. Yeah, yeah. Um, it's just so good. And then Just a Little Taste Babe is, like, very nasally, but, like, in a good way. Mm-hmm. Just a little taste, babe. Um, I just think the way he's using his voice on the song is is just brilliant. Yeah. Um, and I love the lyrical, the lyrics of the pre-chorus too. Mm-hmm. Um, <clears throat> and the, it kind of reminds me a lot of um, No Control. There's pre-chorus.
yeah and then just that i can use the pain just a little taste babe also kind of made me think of met of harry's medicine mm, um, yeah like that kind of similar of like i can use the pain just a little taste babe right. definitely yeah. made me think of of medicine yeah and i love the melody of and you won't let go of your hold on me it kind of gets like very low mm-hmm. and let go of your hold on me. Yeah, I feel like he goes so many different places with his voice and he's like doing things that we definitely haven't seen before. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it's also interesting because there's the way he's written this song, there's like it's like very open ended as far as the specific like meaning. Um, but yeah, at the same time, it's like so, so specific about the feeling of the song, if that makes sense. Because even like this pre-chorus, like the devil in my brain whispering my name, I can hear it saying, I can use the pain, just a little taste, babe. It's unclear if like, is the devil saying I can use the pain, just a little taste, or is like the devil is whispering his name and... He's saying I can ease the tape, ease the pain mm-hmm. to someone else, or is someone else saying that to him? Like it's unclear, right. like where yeah. that's coming from. But the meaning is very clear. Like the feeling of the yeah. song is very clear, even though we don't know who is saying right. what or like what the actual story right. is like. Like you get the emotion. Yeah. And, like you're feeling that, even though, like the interpretation can be different. Yeah. 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 Cause I feel like, um, when I read it lyrically, it kind of sounds like the, it's like the devil is saying that I can use the pain. Right. But when I listen to it, it sounds like Louis is saying that. And maybe it's mm-hmm. cause the way he sings it is like so strong. Um, mm-hmm. like he sings that line really like gritty, um, mm-hmm. I can use the pain, but yeah, I love this pre-chorus so much. Yeah. In one of the, um, in the lyrics I copied, it was like, there's quotes around, I can ease the pain, just a little taste, babe. Oh, interesting. But I don't know what's the real version. <laughs> like, we need yeah. the actual lyrics from Louis. Right. All the punctuation, it can be very helpful with understanding things. Yeah, the lyrics I copied have um, the ah uh, um, in quotes. Yeah, see, mine doesn't even have ah. It's like, (laughs) wow. Just why that's what I said before. (laughs) Interesting. Yeah. Um, So next we have the chorus. Do you want to read the chorus, Caitlin? Sure. You kill my mind, raise my body back to life, and I don't know what I'd do without you now. You kill my mind, raise my body back to life, and I don't know what I'd do without you now. Um, so this chorus is very catchy, I feel. Yes, it's stuck in my head. Mm-hmm. I've been singing it a lot. Um, the chorus is the part where, like, the full drums come in. Um, in the first verse, there's, like, a shaker in the background. And then in the pre-chorus, there's no, like, percussion at all. And then, as we said before, the music cuts out completely at the end of the pre-chorus. And then the chorus comes in and it's like the full band playing and like drums and mm-hmm. all the guitars and everything. Um, there's also like a lot of harmonies um, on And yes, I Don't Know What I'd Do Without I You Now. I loved that. Did you? Yeah. I said harmonies on third line and I don't know what I'd do without you now. 
So that was my first bullet point. Loved that part. You kill my Yeah, they're really full harmonies. It's like, um, it sounds like a lot of, um, like a lot of people singing the harmonies and they're kind of like lower yeah. harmonies. Um, and often you find that like you can hear harmonies even better live. So the fact that we can hear them already so strongly on the studio version makes me mm-hmm. excited about the live version. Yeah, definitely. Um, yeah, it really reminds me of when he did, um, when he did Two of Us live. And you could hear those harmonies so strongly um, mm-hmm. with, like, the his band singing the harmonies. I loved that so much. I'm really yeah. glad it's starting to carry over into the recorded um, versions of his songs. I also, um, when I heard, so they played, like, a they released a clip of this song. And it was the first li- line of the, the first half of the chorus. And mm. I remember thinking distinctly that I didn't like how the melody ended. Um, cause on, and I don't know what I do without you now, it kind of goes up in this way yeah. that felt like, I can't think of how to say it. I want to say commercial, but it, mm-hmm. that's not the right word, but I just like didn't like it. But then when I got mm-hmm. the full song, they do that in the first half, but then the second half, they actually take the melody where I wanted it to go, right. which is they keep it the same. So in the yeah. first, the first, I don't know what I do without you now, um, they kind of say without you now. And I don't like that. But then the second one, mm-hmm. they go, uh, it's like, what I do without you now. And I like that a lot yeah. better. And I feel like... the like, first one leaves it on a cliffhanger. And then the second one sort of, like, ties it. Yeah. But I like that they're, they're both there because the, the presence of the first one makes the second one much more gratifying. Whereas if, yeah. like, the whole chorus had had the same melody, it, like, wouldn't be as gratifying. But, like, because right. they kind of go up... And then they go, and then they, like, do it the way that I wanted it. Right. (laughs) It makes it feel more gratifying. Um, Yeah. So I just thought that that thought that was funny because Louis is just one of those artists I feel that, like, he constantly, like, I don't need to be worried about him, like, what he's going to do. Because I, like, listened to that clip and I was like, oh, like, I wish that they hadn't done that melody. It would have been so much better if it was this. And then he released the song and I was like, okay, he knows what he's doing. (laughs) (laughs) And then he did it. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, put faith in him. Yeah, yeah, exactly. But, yeah, this is a really fun chorus. Um, It's pretty simple, you know, just... The only line of the chorus is, you kill my mind, raise my body back to life, and I don't know what I'd do without you now. Mm-hmm. Um, it also is interesting because it's like, it sounds like he's kind of saying, you kill me and then you bring me back to life. Yeah. Um, I noticed that too. Yeah. I also thought like, if you take away sort of the rest of the song, mm-hmm. this is a pretty serious like lyric race my sister is like screaming in the background oh my God. i don't know if you can hear her she's singing but she's like oh what is she singing i have no idea she's just so loud like she's just 
I don't know. I can't hear, but I also have you turned down pretty low. Okay, well, if listeners can hear, that's what that sound has been this whole time. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway, what are we saying? Just have her sing Kill My Mind on a loop in the background of our podcast. (laughs) Yeah, that's what I'll do. (laughs) Um, But just the idea of raise my body back to life, I think especially given that we know Louis' life a bit and how hard it's been for the past couple years. Oh, um, yeah. I think just that, like, hit me a little harder than maybe it would have if it was someone else singing this song. But just, like, find someone Mm. where when you're so depressed and sad and you feel like nothing is going your way, to have someone feel like they're bringing you back to life, even if it's just for that, you know, one night or just something. Um, And I think, I don't know, it, it does lean towards kind of the darker side, I think, as well, if he is talking about like substance use um just like sometimes people in the moment like you know having a night of like drinking or partying or whatever it is which might not be healthy for them um it's like in order to just like make them feel like human again um but in the relationship side it could just be like someone who makes you feel like you're alive and like life is worth living yeah Um, that's such a good and and especially like I don't know what I'd do without you now feels like very strong. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. I really like that. I hadn't thought about it that way, but I'm definitely going to now when I listen to it. Mm. I think that's very true. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, it reminds me of Niall's song, um, Mirrors, mm. which I always want to mm. call I Need Love. <laughs> 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 when yeah. he says um to make my body come alive mm-hmm. um, yeah. similar to raise my body back to life yeah um i also like that difference of like phrase with between the two boys like niall with his like acoustic softness singing <laughs> um singing make my body come alive and then mm-hmm. louis with his edginess singing raise my body back to life right <laughs> <laughs> it's like so like specific to each of them yeah Mm -hmm. yeah um do you have more about the chorus for now no okay so next we get to verse two and one of my favorite parts of the song is between the first chorus and verse two there's this raising sound which i wrote as raising sound before I even realized <laughs> that raise my body back to life is in the chorus. Oh, oh my gosh. Right? It's like Wow. It's like vocals, I think, saying ah, uh, and then it's maybe also guitar, keyboards, or something electronic, but it sounds like you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I'm talking yeah. about that raising yeah. sound in between. Can we live I really, really enjoy that. Um, and then verse two is kept me living from the last time from a prison of a past life on a mission just to feel like when you kissed me for the last time. And then it's wah, which I think is (laughs) the word why, but drawn out. (laughs) (laughs) Or maybe it's just wah as a noise. (laughs) Yeah, unclear. (laughs) Can we live in from the last time from a prison 
I feel like this verse is more mysterious mm-hmm. um, or open. I love it. It sounds like a riddle, sort of. It totally does. <laughs> and like, it's very like cryptic, like especially the when you kiss me for the last time in the past life and the last time, uh-huh. like it's like the way it's said, like makes it feel like you're trying to like puzzle this out. Yeah, definitely. Um, of course, when I read the line or heard the line from a prison of a past life, I've thought of One Direction. Yeah, um, Even though we know that Louis has never thought of One Direction as a prison, he, <laughs> or if he did, it's a prison he wants to be in. <laughs> right. Um, but of course, that's what you think. Um, right. And then when I heard, when you kissed me for the last, on a mission just to feel like when you kissed me for the last time, I thought of last first kiss. Oh. <laughs> yeah. I think we just talked about it in like our innuendos, TDDL. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. But that's what I thought of. <laughs> Very reminiscent. I do love those two last lines. On a mission just to feel like when you kiss me for the last time. Like, mm-hmm. such a good way of phrasing it. Especially, like, with the – just the order of the words are really interesting. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Like, the – I don't know, the diction. Not the diction, really, but the syncopation, I mm-hmm. guess. Yeah. Yeah, um, yeah and also – the sort of kept me living um, from the last time is um, similar to the chorus of like raise my body back to life and that mm. concept of like someone keeping you alive and like I don't know what I'd do without you. Um, right. Reminds yeah. me a lot of um, Zane's lyrics on Icarus Falls, like in the first half. He talks a lot about like um, like his partner kind of keeping him alive and keeping him sane mm-hmm. um, I definitely get those vibes a lot from sane yeah and because also the prison of the past life, life I also thought of like um, again like what Louis gone through mm-hmm. and like going through periods of your life where you just feel like you're not yourself and you just yeah. kind of like it feels like you're just not there and you're a hollow right person but like you know someone kept him alive yeah. And, like, now he looks back and sees that sort of, like, this prison of a past life. And it's mm-hmm. not where he is now, but, like, he knows he was kept alive by right. the help of this other person. Yeah. Yeah. And even in, in, like, One Direction days, like, the later days, like, even though we know that Louis really, like, loves One Direction and, want, you know, didn't really want it to end, um, I feel like the prison aspect could also be referring to, like, just kind of, like, all of the, like, drama and, like, media mm. and, like, you know, there's, like, a lot of speculation on him um, yeah. and just, like, a lot of drama. Um, and that could be, you know, part of it, too, of, like, just uh-huh. getting, you know, having someone help him get through that. Yeah. Um, yeah. And then on a mission just to feel like when you kiss me for the last time, I guess, I think of, like, he's, like, on a mission to, like, find a specific feeling um, yeah. Of like this person kissing him, and maybe the last time means like the last time they kissed, or like I don't know. Yeah, um, it made me think of um, what was that uh, song, the Wendy song, "Made in the AM." Lo- um, uh, love you goodbye. Yeah, love you goodbye. It made me oh, think of that. Oh yeah. Oh, that's yeah. interesting. And it, 
this this part too in general made me think like it almost feels like a separation in some way like he's talking to a different you now like first Mm. there's the you where you know it's the person dancing in the club and like he's trying to find that distraction but Mm -hmm. now he's saying he's trying to he's on a mission like to find someone that made him that makes him feel that feeling with this other you he's talking about where like he hasn't like, that's when he died, when that relationship ended, and he's been missing oh. it, and he's been, like, trying to use all these, like, substances or people or, like, craziness to sort of bring back that feeling, but it's just, like, not yeah. really working. Yeah. Yeah, I like that. Um, I just love the line, you're a nightmare on the dance floor so much. Like, when <laughs> yeah, you just said it again, too. I was like, God, I love that line. Yeah, it's really good. <laughs> Um, do you have more for this verse? No. Okay. So then we have the second pre-chorus, which is the same as the first. Um, and I had one note here that I forgot to put at the top at the first pre-chorus, which is I love the, um, the timing of the words with the melody here. I don't know if it's syncopation or not, but when he says whispering my name and I can hear it saying, there's like Mm -hmm. this. Um, this kind of like holding back of like when he when he says whispering he says whispering my name I mm. can hear it say um, yeah it kind of it, it almost has this feeling to me of like a roller coaster a bit yes oh my god um like it's like whisper in my name <laughs> I yeah. can hear it say <laughs> whisper in my name yeah um i really like the the i really like that timing when i hear the pre-chorus i think that's why one of the reasons i like it so much mm-hmm. um there's so much like variation in in all of the way he's singing and stuff mm-hmm. um and then there's the second chorus which is the same as the first but it's like doubled um and then we get to the bridge and kill my yes kill my. <laughs> <laughs> when i um Again, when I heard, I don't know if it was when I heard the clip. I think it was when I heard the clip or there was some point where I was worried they weren't going to have a bridge. Mm -hmm. Maybe it was when I was listening to the song because the second chorus just starts repeating. And I was like, oh, no, are they just going to like repeat the chorus and then not have a bridge? But Mm -hmm. they have a bridge. Thank God. Um, (laughs) I I hate when songs don't have a bridge and they just like double the chorus. Yeah, bridges are sometimes the best parts of songs. Yeah. Kill my, 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 kill what do you think of this bridge i think it was fun like the music drops out here Mm -hmm. like drops back and i think again it's just such a good build and it really fits with that theme Mm -hmm. um and like it's interesting that it's just kill my kill my and like mind isn't there yeah Um, so it kind of makes me question like what is the significance of that just using the words kill my 
Um, like, was it just because it sounded good or is it like, it's like a fill in the blank kind of, um, Oh, yeah. I don't, I don't really know. Or like his mind has already been killed. So he's just kind of like on this like repeat and it's like a broken record. Oh, Um, yeah. Yeah. I don't know. But it's, I like it. What do you think? Yeah, I really like this bridge. I feel like um, it it has a bit of a psychedelic feeling to me. Mm. Um, the music in the background, it has these like, again, I call them tinny guitars. I don't know if that's the right phrase or not, but it's these like kind of acoustic sounding guitars in the background of Kill My, Kill My. And it has this kind of like slightly psychedelic feeling to me. Like, yeah. Um, I mean, the song is very heavily like 90s influenced, but that like bridge and those guitars in the background almost make me think of like 70s mm-hmm. like influences um and then that is definitely amplified by the the music video when you watch the music video because there's this these shots of him sort of spinning the camera's like spinning and there's like these yeah. red lights spinning around him and it and it definitely adds to that kind of psychedelic like um feeling kill my kill my kill my But yeah, I definitely really, really enjoy this bridge. And there's like a lot of harmonies on the on Kill My as well. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think the bridge just it adds a lot of um, it just makes the song really dynamic. Um, mm-hmm. I think the whole song is just very dynamic because it, as I said earlier, like the music will kind of build up and then like drop out and then like come back in full force and then like quiet down again. Um, right. It's like it keeps it interesting and you can kind of listen to the song over and over again and it it doesn't feel annoying or like get old. Yeah. Um, which I think it could because it's like there's a lot of repetition in this song. Like the chorus mm-hmm. is very sh- – like the lyrics of the chorus are very short and they just repeat them over and over again. Mm-hmm. Um, and then obviously the bridge is just one – it's just kill my over and over again. Right. Um, but to me it doesn't feel like it gets annoying or, or it gets boring because um, yeah. the the music and the melody is so dynamic. Yeah, I agree. And like the repetition is used like in a way that makes it a tool rather than like feeling lazy. Yeah, definitely. Um, and then after the bridge, we have the last chorus, um, which just repeats, and then it ends with a fade out, which is so different. I know. Are you shocked by that? Too. Yeah, I was like fade out the music. Wow, interesting. Yeah, I'm I I'm thinking that maybe that's kind of a '90s thing, but I yeah, can't remember. It seems the last, old school. Yeah, I can't remember the last time I've heard a new song and the, and it ended with a fade out. Right. Um. So that was kind of fun. Yeah. Yeah, so that's the song. Um, did you have any more specific notes you wanted to touch on? Um, no, not any specific notes, no. Okay. Um, I'm super happy with this song. I definitely wouldn't change it. I think it's great as a single. I think it really suits Louie. Um, 
like it sounds like him it sounds like his mm-hmm. song like definitely his song um and i think he's really comfortable with it um and i'm just so happy to to hear it and see see him doing music that he's just like super comfy with yeah and i'm like curious because he said this is probably the most out there song so i'm assuming the other songs are like between this and the songs he's already put out there maybe if this Mm -hmm. is like the one that stands out the most which is like the most extreme Mm -hmm. but i don't i don't know what to expect but i'm interested to see how these sort of merge with the other types of songs we've heard from him yeah like what it's gonna sound like um but I'm, i'm really happy he's found like where he feels is his lane you know yeah yeah i'm really curious to hear the other songs because yeah he has talked about this song being being the most extreme but then he's also talked about this song being um like what his new sound is going to be and like what the album's going to sound like so mm-hmm. um it'll be really interesting to hear where those other songs fit in yeah um do you have anything else about the song um no okay i did have one i, I had one thought that i was thinking of um sure a couple actually so one of them is um i kind of wonder why it took Louis so long to write this song. Mm-hmm. It makes me wonder, like, was it a situation where he always wanted to write the song and he didn't have the right, um, like, co-workers? You know, he didn't have the right people mm-hmm. around him to write it with. Um, or was that he always wanted to write the song, but he felt like he couldn't because he had to make stuff more, um, like, radio, you know, like, like made for right. radio. Um or, or did he not have the confidence to write it? Um, or did it actually just take him this amount of time to figure out that this is the song he wanted to write? Right. Yeah, um, I I'm really know. curious about I, that. I feel like it's a combination because I know he did say, like, he, like at the beginning at least he was really trying to go for, like, radio, radio play and, like, thinking about that. Right. And then he realized that yeah. wasn't as important. Yeah. Um, yeah. But yeah. also probably he wasn't working with the right people. Mm-hmm. If like that's what they were, that's where the mindset already was. Like then you're not necessarily with a group of people who are going to be supporting like what you want to do. Yeah. Um, I also feel sad for Miss You, the song. Um, I want justice for that song. Because I know. Miss You is one of my favorite songs. It yeah. still might be my favorite Louis song. Um, yeah. And I'm confused about why why that song is just he's pretending it doesn't exist i know like I what's love going song. on i love there. all the songs louis has put out also um back to you mm-hmm. like i know that's not his favorite but like come on that's an epic song yeah i love back to you i also love just like you as well yeah um yeah. but what's confusing to me about miss you is that it it fits in with this vein like it fits in with yeah. the kind of rocky sound i mean it's definitely yeah. more on the pop side like it's definitely a like pop punk song mm-hmm. and i think even though it was like i think it was his first maybe his first like foray into like doing this kind of sound it was mm-hmm. more electronic like he didn't have like the same live band right playing it with him and like writing it with him um and I think even though it has that kind of rockier sound, it also is like um is like more electronic. Like I think a lot mm-hmm. of the instruments are electronic and stuff. So I guess I get yeah. why it's not included, but also I feel like it could easily be 
redone a little bit to make it sound more live mm-hmm. and more like bandy. Yeah. Um, and Plus, I just like the lyrics on Just Like You and Miss You, I feel like are so personal to Louie, where mm-hmm. I know like this song isn't necessarily about Louie's life, but I love the specificity in those other two songs. So yeah. I'm hoping like that is carried on through his album where we get really specific things. Like I like, I, I do like a lot of the lyrics on this song, um, but mm-hmm. it doesn't have those like really like snapshot moments, which are mm-hmm. another type of like songwriting that uh, I, I really appreciate. Yeah. Also, now that I'm thinking more about Miss You, I think it sounds exactly like the Influences playlist he put out. Like, mm-hmm. the chorus of Miss You sounds very much like Oasis, um, mm-hmm. like the Verve. Um, I wonder why that is not being included. Like, why he's not wanting to perform it. Yeah, I don't know. Or maybe not even put it on the album? No. I don't know. He has to put it on the album. I wonder if it's because – so he has said in an interview at one point that he was – that he thought Missy was going to get a lot of, um, like, good feedback, and it didn't. Like, yeah. it didn't get a lot of radio play. It didn't really get a lot of good critical reactions. So I wonder yeah. if he just feels a little bit bitter about it or, like, sad about it. Um, yeah, Or maybe. thinks it's not a, a good of a song. Um, yeah. That's the only thing I can think of is that, like, the reaction to it made him sad, and that's why he's not trying yeah. to play it now. Yeah, because he maybe. did. Because he did say that in an interview once that 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 bummed him out. That he thought it was going to yeah. be like a big song that people were going to love, and like they didn't as much as he was hoping they yeah. would. But like, think about how amazing that's going to be in concert. Like everyone swearing and like, bam, maybe I miss you. Like I know, <sighs> it's I know. such a good one live. I know. I hope he'll change his mind on that one. I mean, I guess it could still be on the album. Like maybe he just wants to switch things up and do some different stuff for this Madrid mm-hmm. show but because he has done Miss You live yeah um, so maybe he's just not performing it now because there's new stuff to perform but yeah. um, I just felt like wait what about Miss You yeah still a good song so sad um, alright I guess that's it for us um, today uh, let us know what you guys think of kill my mind and also of the new songs which we're gonna get in a matter of hours i feel like it's so crazy because we're talking about this song but we're about to get four more songs like in the next five hours or so are you gonna listen right away yes i can't i have i can't (laughs) i have no control (laughs) (laughs) i just want to make sure i'm listening to a good version the first time i hear it like i don't want a crappy version yeah, so. I guess me too, but I'm probably going to listen to whatever comes out first. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure you will. I'm so excited. Ugh. All right. Yeah, so let us know what you think of the new songs that we're going to hear. Um, and yeah, um, for recommendations this week, um, I don't really have any because I've been like really busy and stressed, but I did, uh, my parents visited last week last weekend and we watched this tv show called four weddings and a funeral um it was a movie and mindy kaling made a tv show about it i think it's just like eight episodes um Mm -hmm. but it's kind of cute i like it it's a little bit rom-com-esque oh that's nice Um, i like that yeah it's also mindy kaling there's some of the episodes are like a little sad um Mm. 
<laughs> but overall, it's sweet, and I think it's going to end very happily. Um, Good. But, yeah, I've, I've been enjoying that. It's cute. Also, cool. British Bake Off is back. Oh. The Great British Baking Show. Mm-hmm. Um, they released it on Netflix, but they're only doing one episode a week. They're not letting us binge it. Oh. Which is kind of nice. Is it because it co- it's coming out in England at the same time? Um, no, it's because they, like, specifically are, like, releasing it slowly over time instead of all at once. Oh. Because so normally, all... normally they would just put all the episodes out at once. Right. But isn't that a show that airs on live TV in England? I don't know. So that would, it would go every once a week. Like, British Bake Off is a British TV show. Right. So is that why? Because it's, like, maybe being aired in England one episode at a time? Yeah, maybe what they normally would do is, like, not release it on Netflix until all until the whole series had aired on right. TV. Yeah. But maybe they're releasing it along with it being aired. Yeah. Either way, it's a new thing for Netflix. Cool. Yeah. Do you have a recommendation? Um, my recommendation is to listen to um, the album Saves the World by Muna, but it's kind of like Muna Saves the World. Yes. Um, there were two albums that came out on the same day, The High Woman and this one, and I like have been saving The High Woman one. Um, so I haven't really listened to any more songs than like the three or four they had had out. Um, but I have been listening to Muna Saves the World, and it is so good. Uh, like just like start from the beginning and listen through. Grow is such a beautiful intro to the That's album. That's my favorite one. It's incredible. So, yeah. Um, yeah, that's a good one. The um, yeah, I guess it's been a while, but yeah, the High Woman record I super recommend. Um, my favorite song, well, there's a few of them, but one of them is "If She Ever Leaves Me." Mm. Um, it's just crazy because, like, we live in 2019, <laughs> like. In a lot of ways, like, our society is very advanced and, like, so much more accepting um, as far as, like, like you know, queer identity goes. Um, mm-hmm. But, like, listening to this song, because it's, like, very much, like, a country song, and it's, yeah. like, Brandy singing, um, and it's, like, using, like, the pronoun she, and it's, like, if she ever leaves me, it won't be for a cowboy like you. Right. And it's, like, listen when I listen to this song, like, I literally, like, cried. Because it just oh. hit me so much because you don't hear yeah. – like, he, like there's still an absence and, like, there's still not enough, like, representation. And yeah. I just was listening to that and I was like, I have never heard, like, this kind of, like, country song of, like, a woman, like, very obviously singing about, like, another woman. Yeah. Um, and it, like, really just, like, affected me. Um, yeah. So, yeah, I think this is a very important important album. Yeah, uh, and yeah. The song "High Woman" made me cry the first time I heard it too. Yeah, so. yeah, that one. Sure. And then um, my only child is so sweet, and um, oh, cocktail. I to that one yet. Yeah, and then cocktail in a song um, is also so so good. Uh, we'd love to hear what you thought about the show and your opinions on anything we discussed today. Feel free to send us news stories or anything One Direction related you'd like to hear us talk about on future episodes. Uh, Thank you for listening to episode 189 of Talk Direction. You can follow us on Twitter at talk underscore direction. Email us at talkdirection at gmail.com. Find us on Tumblr at talkdirection.tumblr.com or on Instagram at talkdirection. 
and you can follow us individually. I'm on Instagram and Twitter at Lucia O, spelled L-U-C-C-I-A-O-H. And Caitlin, where can they find you? You can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Caitlin I.R. Foster, and Caitlin is spelled C-A-I-T-L-I-N. Great. Um, make sure to check out our Patreon at patreon.com slash talkdirection, where today on Talk Direction Down Low, we're going to be talking about Louis' music video for Kill My Mind, which has a very exciting clip at the end of what I'm assuming is his next single, um, so go to patreon.com slash talk direction if you want to join our little Patreon community. You can rate and review and subscribe to this podcast on iTunes and on SoundCloud. I'm Lucia. And I'm Caitlin. Thank you for listening. We'll see you next time for episode 190. Bye. Bye. I said it's crazy. I know uh, we're gonna get. Uh, did you hear that part or no? No, I didn't. Okay, I'll say it again. Okay. I know it. <laughs> 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 uh, uh,